0: I'm much. willing to lower my heat
1: much, but. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, cause you have where do you where do you keep it, Jared? Normally, I'll keep it at 67. Okay. Woo, so Joey. we don't go we don't go any higher than 66. And oh. it's like it's comfortable. Like it really is not like it's not chilly at all. I mean, granted, at, at,
0: at least Emma at least
1: tells that. you that she cranks that shit to 72 all day when she's at home working. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Honestly, I'm the one that will put it higher. Sometimes she won't even touch it. It'll be like 64 when I get back. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's to go up like almost $120 more is crazy. But like, you know, I, I wasn't aware of the increase in, in prices and stuff like that. No, I I
0: didn't see an email about it or anything either. That, that's no. that's a lot for two apartments.
1: I was going to call tomorrow just be like, can someone explain this to me? Because it doesn't make any sense, but... I mean, not that that's gonna do anything, but well, no, was it, it, was it much National colder Ridge last Ridge month sucks. compared to December I mean, mm. I wouldn't say that much different not I mean, like crazy
2: not, not enough no.
1: to, not enough for that to like make sense in your head, yeah no, no, if it was like I don't know if it was like fifty bucks more. I wouldn't know okay, like, I, I can live with that because with the snowstorm and we had a few like days in the teens, but we had days in the teens in December, so. Yeah, not enough to constitute going or justify going that much higher.
2: And what did you say, Jared? They increased price?
1: I, I didn't see a, like a bulletin about it, but I remember
0: hearing with winter coming up like about all of the um, natural gas and energy shortages and how it was going to lead to increased energy costs this winter. So I'm just connecting the dots and thinking that's maybe what it is. It's I bet you on the bill, Adam, we can look and see if we look at the detailed bill, our usage, it shows your usage by month. So we can see if the usage changed a lot or just the rate at what they charge us.
1: Yeah, I'll have to look at it more. Right. It's on their website.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, it's cold as shit here right now, and it's going to snow tomorrow. Um, Jesus.
0: Can the grid handle it?
2: <laughs> no, they're already saying, like, prepare for it, basically. Is there uh, to Keep their
0: heat low so they don't overload it.
2: Yeah. Any word on where Ted Cruz is at the moment? Uh, where it is, he just booked his flights on Southwest. He's out of here, <laughs>
0: going to Tulum.
2: <laughs> um, so where do you want to start? We've got some, uh, got some good topics. I'm actually, I was actually looking forward to it uh, tonight. Uh, not that I normally don't, but I say as opposed to other nights. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I, let's start with Tommy Boy. Would you guys? Would you guys think of uh, the whole retirement saga and how that played out? Did you think there was any um, chance, like, Schefter was wrong and he wasn't retiring?
1: No, not really. He's pretty, I mean, he's a weenie, but he's pretty Darlington spot on. It too, and I think yeah. Darlington's
2: pretty close to yeah. Brady. They're, they're nah. both
1: spot on, generally, but, like, the way he did it, obviously, you know, everyone's had to say the same thing, like, it would have been nice for Brady to be able to do it himself, but that's not how the industry works. You know, once I would night. be so
2: pissed if I were like an athlete like that, though, and you were one oh, well, of I... those guys and just sort of like, all right, this is my one chance to just like, you know, announce that, hey, I'm done. You know, right. I wanted to be able to do it my way. And that's got to be so fucking frustrating.
1: Yeah, uh, no, definitely. And I, I was definitely surprised about the retirement. I mean, overall, because like there was like talks, like reports came out like, oh, Giselle saying, you know, it'd be really nice if he did retire, and then he brings up, like, spending more time with family. But he said that before. Like, yeah. that's not the first time he's brought that up. He was saying that yeah. back in, like, 2018. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. fucking wild four years ago. And, and um, yeah, so I was definitely surprised, especially because of how good he's been playing and how elite he's been. He's an MVP candidate. He could easily that's win the so, MVP, and it wouldn't so shock me up, in dude. the slightest. So, yeah. But, I mean, good yeah. for him. Good for him. I don't like Shefty.
0: Like, he's just literally a puppet. Me and Adam were the other day. He's like, him and Woj are just puppets. Like, they have no brains. They offer no insights. They just repeat what their relationships tell them. So, like, he's so lame for doing this. They're it's not like, like he...
2: reporters. They're just scoop guys. Like, That's it. Yeah. I'm, they, just, they, 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 they never I'm have here to get the something. story first. Yeah. I'm not here to make the story and find the story. Right. I'm here to just simply report it first. Which, hey, I mean, he's made millions and millions of dollars doing it. So more power to yeah. him. Yeah.
0: But so I didn't like that part, but I was definitely surprised when I think a week before, two weeks before he planted the seed of, Hey, Brady may be retiring. And if you guys remember, he was also the person who planted the seed. Brady may consider leaving new England at the end of that season, his last season in new England. Yeah. So when he said that, I was like, all right, he's plugged it enough or he's not going to say that unless he feels like there's a pretty significant chance that he's going to retire. So bummed to see him retire like it's sad. obviously hated hated competing against tom for 20 years as a broncos fan and definitely like yeah. didn't see liking him win every year um but he's certainly the football's better with him playing on sundays is better product he's a easy guy to root for he's especially after watching man in the arena there's not much bad you can say about the guy good guy oh, you good watched dude. that yeah it was great
1: yeah they, they, they great. didn't they never
0: released the final episode but the first eight or not first nine I watched.
1: That was, uh, that was one of the things that were giving people ideas that this could be it when like all of a sudden the weekly release didn't happen. And yeah, that started making people think this might actually be it. Um, how dope dope is that?
2: Oh, I I watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Um, I, 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 and I actually, so I started watching it when I was home. Um, I was hanging out with Rob, and he had it. He was like, "Oh, let's throw this on," because um, I didn't have ESPN Plus, and he ended up just giving me his login. Um, but honestly, like, I didn't love the move. I was kind of like, "Dude, just fucking, just wait, dude. Just wait till you retire to like make documentaries about yourself. Like, just yeah. wait. You're still playing. It's just weird to me." Yeah, um, I still loved it and enjoyed it. Uh, you know, and it's like, I don't know if it changes my mind just because it's great content. I still was like, I'm kind of against that. Um, but, well, and
1: you also had like the Tom versus time thing too. Yeah. Agreed. On. I hated Which, that too. Yeah. That, that I
0: mean, one actually was like boring and lame. This one was yeah. actually good. Yeah. yeah. That I was like more just like behind the scenes and like a ma- day to Kissing his son. That was yeah. like people's only <laughs> takeaway. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, how
0: Go ahead. Sorry, I got a delay.
2: I, I was. Um, I will say, like, when it came out, like three hours or four hours after that, like people were starting to say, like, "Hey, Tom's telling people he hasn't confirmed it or whatever." I was like, "Dude, could you imagine? Like, he comes back oh, after man. all this. After all this." <laughs> Plays again. It would have been
0: kind of awesome if he yeah. did it just to like spite Shefty and came back and want a ring. That would have been pretty damn awesome.
2: Um so what did you guys think about the whole controversy about how he actually did it when he finally were, you know announced it himself?
0: I think it was a non-issue. I mean, obviously I'm not Total a Pats non-issue. fan, but but I like when he he had the heartfelt goodbye to New England when he left, right? And like If you look at his response or his post about Tampa, I think in his mind, I'm assuming, obviously, he was probably thinking about it the same way. Like this is his goodbye to the Bucks, the people he's leaving behind. He already said goodbye to New England. That's the way I interpreted it. I don't know why. I don't think he hates New England.
1: No, No. I I don't think so. I don't think so either.
0: People are losing their mind. Like Portnoy was acting like he hates New England.
1: No, I think that's partly just Portnoy being Portnoy. And just
3: he being said, he's like, this is not an act. Saying. I think
2: this is total bullshit. Like, you know, I can't believe this. You know, and a lot of people reacted that way. I and uh, then, e- even like Erica said to me, she was like, "Um, I, I was like walking by the kitchen. She's like, oh, so what do you think about Tom Brady? And I was like, retiring. She's like, no. Well, the fact that he didn't like mention the Patriots. And I was of just like, <laughs> I mean, I, I I will say, right, like, when I read it, that's the first thing I said to myself was like, you just keep swiping. Yeah. 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 I think that's the first thing that
1: everybody noticed is that yeah. where's New England? Where's it, it's Fox definitely Pro. the first
2: thing I noticed, but like literally like hand to God, no part of me was like offended by the fact that he didn't mention New England. I just thought it was odd.
1: Yeah. Um, It is odd. It's definitely odd, but hasn't, I mean, and I, I know you don't feel this way tight and you just said it, but like, hasn't the guy done enough for you guys? I mean, Jesus Christ, six fucking Super Bowls, and you get butthurt about him not saying goodbye and thank you to like you specifically. I mean, I, I just, it, the whole thing was annoying to me. It just, it, it's pretty, pretty petty. I mean, and it's I'm assuming, a super and I'm,
2: petty. <laughs> and I'm assuming like, well, how I looked at it too was, you know, and I said this to Eric, I was like, it, yes, it's how he renounces, announces retirement, I guess, but it's an, we're talking about an, Instagram post exactly yeah Yeah. exactly this is a series of photos he posted on a fucking social media website
0: if he even posted it himself if he didn't just send the note app note to his social media guy like just regardless of what it
2: said it's not personal yeah but whatsoever like if he had come out and like been purposeful about making a like statement on air somewhere and then, and then chose not to mention the Patriots at all after like speaking for like ten minutes or whatever. Um, that would be a different story. But I'm like, look, he, you know, he's going to retire. Like everyone, no one's, no one thinks Tom Brady is a, a Buccaneer. You know what I mean? Like no, no one. In, he was there for two seconds. Is ever is ever going to look at him as that? So I'm like, yeah, this is like a whole lot of nothing
1: to me. Yeah, I yeah. mean, anything, anything you can post from your couch with your feet up is not personal at all. I mean, literally just hit send or like Jared said, maybe he sent it to his PR guy and then that person hit send. I mean, it's not meant to be personal. He's just doing what every single major professional athlete does in the social media era is you just, you just post it out there. It's not like a heartfelt letter. It's not meant to be that way. Just, Hey, this is kind of what you have to do. And, Said his thank you, and again, like Jared said, he already said thank you. He did a, you know, they had a right. whole thing. Uh, what two years ago when when he left New England yep. after twenty years and six Super Bowls? Yeah, and winning, you can't really winning, you can't really
0: expect him to just like regurgitate that. Well, no, but people like I mean, it would
2: have Hank been really you expect that it, it really would have been easy for him to just say like, you know, how how hard would it have been to, like write three sentences, yeah. you know what I mean at the end and like. It wouldn't have been
1: enough. It would have been. You're right. Yeah, I'm sure they would have said something. Yeah. Why don't we um, get a full post? Why are we sharing with the Buccaneers?
2: Like, and I think Adam, you said it first. Like, he doesn't hate New England. That's what I I was like. Well, like there would have to be a reason for him intentionally not to say anything. And like, what on earth would that reason be? Like when he was like, I I saw something on Twitter when he was uh, when he came to play at Gillette this year. Like, after the game, he was like, this is my home. I love it here. Like, you know, when I retire, like, I consider myself a part of this community. Like, I'm coming. I'll, I'll be back. Like, he, we know he loves Bill, right? Despite all the bullshit that's gone, uh, you know, uh, back and forth throughout the years uh, of them being on the same team together. Loves the crafts. So, like, what, what, I say. what his reason was his be? love for
0: Robert Kraft alone Proves that he doesn't hate New England. Yeah. So
2: I don't know. But I mean, how how much of a,
0: how much of a G not just to go out on top, go out after one of your best statistical seasons, MVP candidate at 44, but not even do the whole retirement tour thing. Just surprise everybody. I do respect in being a little dweeb. That's just like who
2: he is. the world. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't I didn't ever expect him to say I'm retiring next year. Right. Like, you know, I wouldn't or, or, even, or even say anything like, you know, this is like Big Ben didn't say, I'm retire I'm going to retire, but he was yeah. like, he strongly yeah, he alluded to it. Yeah. He was like, this is, you know, or people had said, Hey, Ben had said this is probably his last ride. Right. And right. Yeah. everyone kind of looked at every game, you know, as like, Hey, we're, this is only the last few games of Big Ben we're going to get. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think just as a fan of his for 20 whatever years, like that's just who he is. Like humble ass fucking dude. Like really yeah. at the end of the day, he just cares about football. Like,
1: right. He yeah, He's does it, to I, his roots as a I respect pick. the fact that he didn't pull like a coach K and like sure. told everybody at the end of last year, like, all right, this is my last year. And now every time he goes to a fucking court, they do a little thing for him. Right. Derek Jeez. Jeter did the same thing. It was so exactly. cringe. Yeah. Got to black every game of the season, pretty much and and that that's not surprising to me because when you're that big of an athlete and you're that big of an icon you, you tend to have an ego that goes along with it, so yeah, if Brady did it, it's so I mean, easy to you're right, and if Brady did it, I know he's 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 different for sure i i get, I'll give you that type, but if he didn't, I wouldn't have been shocked either um but I mean, kudos to him for not doing it and just saying that's it, I'm done, like we don't need the fanfare, I'm gonna make my post, and now I get to spend more time with my supermodel wife <laughs> and enjoy my billions of dollars between the two of them. And just, I wonder what he's going to do after this. I mean, like for like you said, Ty, he does, he loves football and that's clear as day, but you wonder like, is this his last job related to football? And I'm not talking about like coaching, like his kids pop Warner team or whatever, like, well, I wonder if there's any chance he gets involved as like an owner or. Um, I think he I, he. I feel like he said like that
2: he would be interested in something like that. But... He's rich enough. I saw a, somebody yeah. talking
0: about his career earnings. He made five hundred mil just in salary and endorsements. That's insane. Not even investments.
2: Well, think about it. Now Mahomes gets a contract just in salary, right? For a, a lot changes million.
0: in twenty years.
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
2: Um, but he's a weirdo, dude. He's just like he's obsessed with his clothing brand and like that. As much as he's humble, he's fucking weird. Like, you know, dude, nobody
1: got you, know, you got to be weird to be to be the GOAT. Yeah. Just like yeah. that successful in. is normal. No. And
2: so I was just thinking about this. So we have lived through the likes of Tom Brady and LeBron James. How long do you think it's going to be again before? there's somebody like those two because I actually would put like I I think Brady's the most winningest best athlete of all time but like in terms of you know on the pinnacle the Mount Rushmore of like sports I think like LeBron is like never not there competing for the biggest prize in the sport right dominated literally fucking dominated the league since game one that he came and, in and as he still an hasn't
0: lost a step at 36. Yeah, he's exactly. still an all star first team all NBA,
2: right? I, I don't know. I mean, there was Michael Jordan, he dominated in the early 90s and mid 90s, I guess. So, you know, Brady came along right after that. I mean, there's nobody out there now, is there? I mean, is Mahomes going to be that kind of guy that will look don't at and so. say in 20 I mean, years, maybe not,
1: but if you had to say like, who's the closest to possibly being one, I guess you'd have to say him. But I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's so crazy to think about because like you, even like you wouldn't put Peyton
0: Manning in that sentence and Peyton's no. team was in contention every year. Right. Yep, like yep. I think Mahomes has a better chance of being a Peyton than he does a Tom. It just shows like what Tom did was that special. And like, I don't think lightning strikes twice where you get, that guy with that mentality and that work ethic and smarts with the greatest football coach of all time in that situation, the great ownership. I think all those things together made Tom Brady, Tom Brady. I think he would agree. Like, I don't know, man, we may get another great yeah. quarterback, but I well, don't think, know if in our lifetime we'll it. see something like that.
2: Mahomes came in, you know, it was obviously light years ahead of where Brady was when he won our first Super Bowl. um, Went to four straight AFC titles and came away with one Super Bowl. Yep. And now that team is on the precipice of not being the same.
1: Yeah. And now they have. To, so, now they have to actually start paying Mahomes like the actual money from his contract. Like yeah. right, exactly. So like in, you, they kind of went through it on Man
2: versus the uh, Man in the Arena or whatever it is. Um, like Tom literally led three dipped completely different <laughs> yeah. iterations of that team. It was fucking wild,
0: like that. That's why the coaching part's so important. Like they they were great at finding yes diamond and the rough players at every position and coaching them up to a championship caliber. Andy, Andy Reid is, is not Bill Belichick. Yeah. No, yeah, Andy Reid's a great coach, great offensive mind. He's not that. And your whole you need a whole staff of even guys on the Eagles, dude. I that. think
2: someone said something like he he did the same thing like in that yeah. span when they were good when they lost to us. I think they had gone to like multiple. Consecutive, they, did. they, 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 they had did four NFC championships yeah. in okay. a row, and only made it Car- Super Bowl. Car- yeah,
1: Carolina beat them one of those years. So yeah, yep. they were consistently like on the precipice of the Donovan McNabb dynasty. And yeah, and and he was good. He obviously wasn't anything like Mahomes or Brady, yeah. but he was so, good, and they had a good team around him.
2: Mahomes would have needed to win like three or four for everyone to say, okay, well this kid could do it. I think he's, if got he just lot, won, he's got a lot of time. I was just saying, I, he's I know, very
1: young. Like I, I think, think, of,
2: think about what we just talked about, right? How like it takes kind of that perfect nucleus, and now they're going to have to rebuild that.
0: And Andy Reid's old as fuck. He's yeah, like right. He's 10-60s. not going to be coaching for
2: much longer. I mean,
0: no.
1: Yeah, and I, I think if the, for the, him to miss out City, on that, like you got to think, okay, it's definitely a loss on, on that part. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think like the the Chiefs organization has shown a willingness to do what they need to do to get players, not just around the homes, but on the defensive side too. Even if it means like, you know, cause you know, the, the cap's a myth, you know, and they've shown that with, with like, they've kind of made like an NBA roster in, in some ways because they've, they have like five or six guys that are making a good amount of money and everybody yeah. else just kind of piecemeal. And I don't know if that works in the NFL. I mean, look at the Rams. I mean, I guess it works. It can work, but the Rams have tried this many times. And this is the first time this is it's actually worked for them to get to the Super Bowl. They still haven't won it yet, obviously. But I mean, I, I think we need to see if the Chiefs are willing to maneuver around and have the chance to do what the Patriots organization did and find different groups of players to fit around Mahomes for the next. I mean, they're not letting him go, obviously. He's going to no. be there for the next. 15 to 20 years maybe i mean assuming health isn't an issue but i i think i think it's still early to to say like oh well he's that's it he's not going to do it um i think if you won two out of four i still would have been like all right that's yeah. a pretty good pretty good damn good pace because if someone um, wins like
2: five or six super bowls you know what i mean and like breaks all tom's like you know passing records you know, then they'll then there may be room for that discussion of oh well, you know who is the greatest of all? <laughs> That's time? a big
1: if. I mean, I think the latter will happen. I think we were talking about that tie. Like the passing records will be broken. It's gonna happen. Yeah, like Mahomes but will. Break the Super those. Bowls. I mean, we we put these quarterbacks on a on a pedestal when they win two Super Bowls.
2: He went to and the like, Super Bowl some- in his career aside, like taking 2008 when he got his ACL torn out. He went to the Super Bowl every other year
1: yeah (laughs) it's insane you you every other year he was in the fucking super bowl (laughs) you could have put a future on the pats for the for that 10-year period or whatever it was and you would have won half the time which is insane um but like yeah so like you you think of like the ben roethlisberger's he had two that's that's amazing he's a hall of fame quarterback shooing no matter what um rogers probably will get there just to more more on stats but like we think of these guys as Hall of Famers, Peyton Manning had two, even though one was on a noodle arm, he still got it. <laughs> yep. And they're they're surefire Hall of Famers, and we think of them as some that's of the, the best of all part. time. And Brady yeah. is mountains. It's his tri- like triple like, mountains, yeah. mountains above those. It, yeah. It's it's insurmountable what he's done, and and I don't the show, know is if that that's shows ever how hard it get. is to yeah, win a championship no
0: matter how good of a quarterback you are
2: how good that's got i know he didn't win this year but how good that's got to feel like because he always said like I'll, you know when i when i suck i'll retire but yeah. for him <laughs> to go out and literally have be the best quarterback in the nfl i mean he's just got to be like i i fucking did it like i did everything i set out to do
0: yeah I mean, that's true all the haters wrong. The haters who called him washed eight <laughs> In years 2014. ago, and six years ago, and four years ago. He he just gives them all the middle finger and say, "Still not washed." That's
3: I incredible. mean, how,
1: how many players can retire and still have three or four years, arguably, where they can keep doing what they were doing the year they retired? I mean, I
2: mean people I mean, like Barry Sanders who fucking retire when they're like thirty,
1: right? Know? And having done nobody at really his level, nothing. Yeah, like no like one. Even when MJ
0: him. retired, like with the Wizards, MJ was still a good NBA player. He could have played in the NBA for a yeah. few more years, but he wasn't. He wasn't Michael Jordan. MVP. He wasn't an M. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like you look at all these other quarterbacks, and health is such a big part of this discussion. Because other than that year where he tore his ACL, he was extremely healthy. Right. Yep. I don't think he missed more than maybe a AG, game, baby. Alex games. Guerrero. He missed more games from the from the Deflategate suspensions than I think he did from actually being injured. Yeah. And you, and you look at, like, the Big Ben's and the Eli's and the Payton's and the Phillip Rivers. And, like, oh, these guys are in breath farm, I think, of, like, they're limping into their last couple years. Like, they <laughs> right. can barely stand. They can barely throw the ball. Drew Brees. And he and he's, you know, and then I, you just think of that last touchdown pass. Yeah, Rivers. Philip Rivers Evans, is the same way. And he just rockets this ball 50 <laughs> yards in the air. Hits Mike Evans in stride. And it's like, that guy retired? he's why yeah (laughs) but like i think to your point i like what else can this guy do like at some point as a competitor like you have to set your goals he's just gonna be bored
2: as shit next
1: year i'm sure he is and that's why i wonder like he's got to do something football related i know he's got the tb 12 stuff and i'm sure that's going to take up a lot of his time but he was still pretty heavily involved in that as a player so like yeah do you put all your chips in the middle with tb 12 method or like the clothing, like you said, I mean, I feel like he's got to have some future in football from an organizational standpoint.
2: And I'm sure he's going to say to himself, okay, wow. This whole, uh, having to spend this amount of time, my
1: wife and Kate is a little <laughs> bit overrated. Is this what it's really like? He's like, wait,
0: summer's over. I don't get to go move to a city and live by myself for six months. Yeah.
2: Honey, I'm, 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 I'm going back. I'm
1: going right. it's well, fucking just 52. Gel- Giselle divorces him, takes the kids. Like fuck it, <laughs> I don't care.
0: <laughs> I'm Just playing. wait as soon as as soon as there's the first injury, quarterback injury this year. You know the calls are going to oh, happen. Oh, God, yeah, it's going to be like all right, Tampa. We'll give you a first round pick for a rental of Tom Brady for a year and his rights. Come on, Tom, and come out of retirement.
2: Hey, you know, you know, early prediction here: who could be the next Tom Brady?
1: Mac Jones? No. Josh Allen? Shall we be? Um, oh, yeah. dude. dude, he gives me he gives me like Brady vibes, dude. Yeah,
0: I, I would agree. Like, he's with that. better than Brady was, uh,
2: obviously, like when Brady came to the league, but he's just got that like Joe Cool, man. Cool dude. And, and like, also,
0: came from nothing, came from being a guy who was a backup quarterback in college, had to well, transfer, he won a national
1: fucking championship. Yeah, I mean, but 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 he wasn't that, like a highly yeah. touted, like number one overall recruit kind of sure. guy, like, he definitely worked his butt off and then he, obviously the one year arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest yeah, yeah. College football team of all time. But yeah, I mean, and, I, and how long did he play in his first season with the Bengals? Like half the year and then he got hurt. Right. Um Something like that. But yeah, this year, I mean, like he definitely, I I, I wasn't sure how good he would actually be in the, in the NFL because it's never a certainty when you're that mm. good in college. But he just made. I mean, watching the highlights. I mean, we, I watched it with Jared and um, and Steve and and uh, at on Sunday. And he just. It, it's well known that his offensive line's terrible. It's been terrible since he got there as a rookie. And some of the plays he was making with his feet, not even with his arm, but just with like his pocket awareness to just extend plays and get first downs. I mean, that defense deserves a lot of credit for holding Kansas City to three points in one half. But you, you can't deny that it was Joe Burrow's playmaking that got yeah. them to that victory in the end they, they, they don't win
0: that game with jbg at quarterback
1: no absolutely not yeah did, he, you he's, guys listen he's to the factor of, whatever it is yeah yeah
0: yeah did you listen to any of the recent coach joe interview on part of my take
1: yeah no. i listened to it uh, a couple so, weeks ago so so he pretty
0: much just like gave joe burrow all the praise like the reason joe is as good as he was is because he came in and outworked everybody like came in wasn't guaranteed the starting job. Was a projected late round draft pick, and through work ethic and being surrounded by good players, turned into the number one overall pick. Continued working hard, and now he's doing this. Like, which I is, you not which is what that. Tom
2: said. He's like, "Exactly, that, I knew I, I wasn't the relate. most talented." He's like, "I just had to yeah. fucking work my balls off." Yep. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I like
0: a story like that.
2: And, and and don't get me wrong, I really like Mahomes too. Like, I, I and I I was rooted for Peyton, like which you know new england fans never did i just love like good quarterbacks to root for yeah you know who are good dudes like aaron Rodgers sucks so i've never liked aaron Rodgers. hey
0: aaron Rodgers is an awesome dude
2: (laughs) Um, great player he doesn't come he doesn't come to denver questionable guy
0: Then we can say he's a douchebag but until there's, there's still a chance oh
2: my god if he goes to fucking denver
0: i mean dude even if he comes to denver what are we gonna have him for a year or two max he's 38
1: so and he's like, gonna have to compete with Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. I mean, it's not like going to be a shoe in, right. so but, uh, that's gonna be tough. But think about the—I think I was talking to Jared about this the other day. Like I—I I, I rattled off a list of quarterbacks, like all these young, like the next generation of quarterbacks, so like the you know the Rivers, Breeze, Brady. Oh, no, I, like I can I can totally see this gone. conversation. <laughs> Wait, what happened?
2: This you two just you know
1: <laughs> Nerded out with our football voters. Yeah, I but gonna, like I—I I, yeah. just started rattling it's off talking to each other. Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert, and like nine other And QBs. Josh Allen. Yeah, and uh, and Jared goes, yeah, that sucks. They're all in the AFC. Yeah, it's <laughs> like yeah. wow. I didn't. It didn't even occur to me that every one yep. of them were in the Matt AFC. Mac Jones, this Deshaun Watson. Yeah, when he's able to play too, again. I mean, he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's yeah, he's in there. Yeah, but like in the NFC, like you got what Dak Prescott, who's still relatively young. Am I? I I'm Her forgetting cousins. somebody curve yeah, like, <laughs> NFC. Like it's, it's crazy how much young yeah, talent. We
0: think through the NFC, I, dude, you're right. It's kind Stafford. of scary. Yeah.
1: yeah Stafford. Old, he's, not, he's not young.
2: No, I'm yeah. just thinking of like the, who's the upper echelon.
1: I was just naming the young quarterbacks and, in, and in the, they just happen to be the top quarterbacks in the AFC, but like in the NFC, you can name like older quarterbacks, like Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, But, like, they don't have – I mean, Russell Wilson out of that group is probably the youngest, and, you know, he's still good, obviously, but the AFC is stacked. Daniel Jones. Absolutely stacked. Who? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones.
2: Daniel Jones. Oh, he's got a new head coach now.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting.
2: You think that was legit? What? The hiring of uh, the new New York Giants head coach.
1: Oh, good segue.
2: What, are we, what do we? What we think need, about? I think this. we need
1: to break this down. I think we really because there's a lot yeah. to this that okay, I think Shefty. that I think we need to, to go with. Um, yeah, give it to us, Shefty. All right, so <laughs> Brian Flores, for those of us who, those of you don't know, he was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins the last two seasons. Prior to that, he was an assistant coach, defensive coordinator with the Pats. That's how he got the job in the first place. In two years, they had back-to-back winning seasons. They started one in seven this year, but eventually they end up having a winning season. He gets fired. Everybody remotely follows football was surprised by that move. I don't know anybody who wasn't. Yeah, it, it was definitely odd. It seemed like they're moving in the right direction. So he's obviously interviewing. And um, the other day, the, at least the first well, thing I love I saw how this whole thing happens was fucking Belichick. <laughs> Tech, and you guys read the text, right? Did you yeah. The, uh, okay. I almost like yeah. thought
2: it was fake, dude, because there was all these yeah. exclamation points and stuff from Bill Belichick, and I'm like,
1: is this how he texts?
0: Was yeah. there a screenshot of it? I only saw it like yeah. typed out. If you, oh, yeah, I, I didn't saw the it screenshot. on
1: part of my takes Instagram. They, they posted if you well, want I'll, to pull, I'll pull it, up. it up. But but anyway, like to paraphrase, so like Belichick texts him. I think it was like a couple days ago, and at this point, he's supposed to be interviewing for the New York Giants job. Um, he had, I think he had interviewed for the Texans job and did he interview for the Broncos Jared? Um, no, that was the year. That, that was a Dick couple Fangio. years ago. Okay. So like he's, he had a few interviews lined up. He was, you know, there was a lot of talk, a lot of smoke about him becoming the next giants coach, or at least is in the top three. So Belichick texts him. He goes, Hey, congrats, man. Giants got a great head coach. And you know, Flores is like, Oh, well, you know, thanks coach. I really appreciate it. You know, haven't interviewed that, but you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, hoping that I, I can secure the job. I'm and reading then, like, the text a, right now, dude. Yeah, so and, cringe. And then I'm obviously paraphrasing. So you can see it in front of you, Jared, but like, then he's like, coach, are you talking about me, Brian Flores or <laughs> Brian Dable? So you got a, <laughs> a black dude and a white dude, like two Sorry, totally different I coaches. I fucked this up. Yep, and he's like, oop, sorry. Yeah, what was, his, what was his text
2: the- back to that, Jared? It verbatim. was,
0: sorry, I fucked this up, period. <laughs> I double-checked and misread the text. I think the name of Brian Dable. <laughs> sorry <laughs> about that, BB.
1: So, so that goes viral. <laughs> and then shortly after everyone gets a hold of those texts, there's breaking news that Flores has filed a... And, and Brian fibble. Dable,
2: the man they hired... Yes. Had not interviewed at the time nope. those texts had not interviewed. Yet. Really?
1: Yep. Hadn't interviewed. Wow. So that
0: shows how much these hiring processes are shams. Yeah.
1: So, long story short, the NFL is now dealing with three separate suits on three of its franchises the Giants, the Broncos, and the Dolphins, led by Brian Flores on the grounds of racism. Yeah, and, and it
0: supposedly it's a class action suit. I don't know who he's in the class yeah, action. Yeah, class switch, action but- civil. Yeah, A
1: sort of class action suit. So, but yeah, so the the focus of it though, and that's going to bring us to our conversation, I would imagine, is that his grounds for this class action suit against these three franchises is racism and right, ra-
0: racial discrimination in hiring. I think is like the actual thing you're not yeah. allowed
1: to do. Right. You can't not
0: hire somebody because of their race, right? So pretty sound rule. Pretty, pretty fair. Pretty fair. Yes. You're super qualified. No blacks. Sorry,
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude. We would. I mean, you're, you're everything we need right now. But yeah, wrong it's, it's skin corp-
1: color <laughs> company policy, man. I don't know what to tell you. So like, I'm sure you guys have all watched little clips on ESPN or just on t- obviously reading stuff on Twitter. Very hot topic right now. Yeah. Um. So what do we think? Well, well so, so, so let's
0: do this. Let's talk through each of the three allegations, and we'll say racist or not racist. Well, okay,
2: let us hear from him too. So, did you guys see this? That he actually went on Get Up and talked about
0: it, and the Today Show. He went. He I did s- a he did a press tour today. Yeah, I guess he did, but... was salivating. So Dude, they've been talking about it for twenty four oh hours straight.
2: So yeah, before we we react, let's let's hear what his take is.
0: You know, see what, uh, what shirt
3: I have on, Adam, where is obviously going to have Go repercussions. What was the tipping point for you through your experiences that made you feel this was something you needed to do? Well, I mean, just, you know, I've been on, you know, several interviews over the years. Um, and look, I mean, this is, we didn't have to file a lawsuit for, for the world to know that there's an, an issue from a hiring and firing, um, um so why did that That's um, correct. A lot of people just, yeah. have pointed this out. So why did you feel you needed to do this? Because we need change. That was that was that was the number one reason. Um, and I know there's there's a sacrifice, there's risk to that, but um, at the end of the day, um, we need change. We need change. Um, I, I know many very capable um, black coaches. Um, some of my staff who I know. If given an opportunity, or when given an opportunity, they're going to go and do a great job on their interview, Um, and I would just hate for that uh, to be a to be a waste. Uh, And I think you know we need to change the hearts and minds of of the people making those decisions. That's why we're. That's why you know we filed the lawsuit. Who are those people? Who specifically do you think needs the change? Uh, The owners uh, of the NFL.
2: All right. So before we jump into the actual details of this lawsuit, did you guys like what What was his point right there? Did you guys get anything out of what he just said for a minute and a half?
0: He is not an intelligent human being.
2: I mean, I love this guy, like great coach. And, you know, on the, I loved him on the Patriots. And, you know, I, think I, I rooted really for him on coach. the Dolphins. I liked him. Oh, there. yeah. But mm-hmm. what the fuck was that?
0: So you wanting change means they're breaking a law. I don't think he vetted this lawsuit out too Uh, well. Well, so
2: let's get into it. Adam, you can continue since you were... uh, Well, yeah, so so let's
0: start start with the Giants one because we kind of outlined that. Okay. All right. right. So so knowing what we know about the Giants situation that he interviewed despite the fact that Dable was the clear front runner and that whole, you know communication with Belichick happened before his interview. Do you think that proves that the giants are racist?
1: I think it proves that they really wanted Brian Dable (laughs) and they're keep a straight face. They're satisfying the Rooney rule for those of the listeners who don't know. So pretty much it's a way of making sure that there's at least one Minority candidate. And they changed whether it to it be two this
0: year. Last offseason, two. with a lot okay. of pressure, they made it. it used to be one. More, now it's two. More advantageous. Change you in a higher minorities. You actually right. get a draft pick
1: if you hire a minority now. And if you, and it has to be either head coach, like coaching candidate, or it can General be front manager. office. Yeah. So it, it could be you know it's mixed up. But in my mind,
2: now we know how the Rams going to get those picks back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> McVay's had this plan all along. <laughs> But I know it's to me, it sounds like they really wanted Brian Dable. And like any organization does, they interview several different candidates, not saying Flores isn't qualified for the job. He was a head coach for two years and he did a decent job with the franchise that hadn't been very good. But it sounds like they just really wanted Dable. I don't think it's anything more than that. It could be, though, right? Obviously, you can't say definitively they're not choosing him because he's black. You can't say that like a 100%. But like, how can you prove that? That's what I don't get. How can you prove that they chose Brian Dable because he's white and Brian Flores? That's why
2: it it, like and and I don't really mean to make light of this because obviously he's fucking serious and. I'm he, sure he's he,
0: throwing his coaching career away potentially by doing yeah, this yeah yeah
2: um and it's Absolutely. obviously like not he's a pulling a cap
1: it's a serious issue but um i mean there are 30 there are 31 fran there are 32 franchises only one african-american head coach yeah, yeah it, it is pretty staggering and tomlin's been there for a while in pittsburgh but Still, it is, that is pretty wild. It is an issue, and I don't think we're we're not saying it isn't. Well, what I was going
2: to say was, I think there's a lot being like I think I'm using the word marketing, but it, it, I could, this is being marketed as you know suing over like racism, really. But all it's going to come down to is just not following the Rooney uh, rule, right? Or, court, or like,
0: following the Rooney rule only to follow the rule, not the integrity of the rule. Right. It,
2: to, to Adam's point, like we're, we're obviously like the point of this lawsuit isn't going to be, you know, that, you know, the judge bangs his gavel and says, yes, the NFL is being racist. 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 Right. But it, it's just, he should suit or just be like, you know, if, if I'm him just to say, look, why the fuck do we have even have these rules to begin with? If you guys are just going to fucking waste my time, like, going to an interview that is, for all intents and purposes, just fake and set up. It's, it's theater. Because right. I'm black and I check a box. Like, yeah. that, like, when you say it out loud, like, that kind of sounds like just racist, right? Like, obviously, white guys aren't doing that. They're not, you know, you don't have to fill a quota for them. So they're not being dragged around on interviews, despite knowing that someone else is going to be hired, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, mean, I, I, I think that's very fair.
2: like i'm i'm sure you know that's how he feels about it and i think if you look at it that way you're i I think you can say wow okay yeah i kind of know what you're saying um i and i don't you know i I just like naturally don't think people are that like you have to be such an incredibly terrible human being to like specifically not hire someone that you think could do a better job than someone else because of the color of their skin. Like, I just find it really hard to believe that someone would do that, you know, like in this day and age, I could just be me, me, be like being naive, at least someone in that position, you know, obviously there are racist people out there, but they're not like, you know, owning NFL team or whatever, you know, they're not GMs and shit like that. Right. Um,
0: I and I think you could use that example in tons of different scenarios, Ty. Where society has gotten obsessed with manufacturing and wanting to project a more righteous world, but good with good intentions. I think right more women in tech, more minorities um, with equality. Right in this situation, more African American and minority um, leaders in football. But I think that the thing people miss every single time in this situation. And I'm sure this isn't a very popular opinion, but as they focus on the outcome, not why they're getting the outcome, right? I think we could all think of when it comes to women in tech or women in sales leadership, about 10 different reasons why we think there are more men in those positions could be personality traits could be because women like other things could be because women give birth and take steps back from their career. It could be a million different things. Right. And I think when you look at this example, it's the same thing, right? You could think about how the fact white coaches who come up as coaching assistants in college and interns who make $10 a week, have the ability to do so because they probably come from more money than black people and can make no money for the first 10 years of their career. Maybe they're more cerebral and intelligent and have a better education Whoa. than these African American people. Jesus Christ, dude. And I think in certain examples, like I, I'm not trying to say it in a way against minorities, but I think it's <laughs> <safe laughs> really
1: say,
0: <laughs> no, I, I think it, you can't say that I'm wrong. And saying growing up in a impoverished inner city poor upbringing and growing up in a suburb, you're going to have equal schooling, come out equally developed, and then be able to translate that into a career. Like there's no doubt there's a reason like um, societal, like what do they call it? Fundamental racism? I don't know. Societal racism is because systemic. Thank you is because generation after generation of African-Americans grow up in these terrible environments, and it kind of paves the way for them. So I I guess I went on a rant, but my point was, you can't just look at the outcome. There's a thousand inputs that go into a a real-world ecosystem of things that give you this unique snowflake of an output. You can't just create the snowflake. Brian
2: Dable, unique snowflake. <laughs> right? He's a unique snowflake. All right.
0: But it but is is it true or is it true? I mean you're no, those are only two options. Right, <laughs> yeah, those are only two
2: options. <laughs> <laughs> you are one thousand percent right the way you state it that in not just this example, but so much of the discourse this last two years, everything after what happened to George Floyd is all focused solely on outcomes
0: yep right? not fixing not the actual correct. issues correct yeah
2: and 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 i think that's why people get justifiably so um frustrated when like joe biden says i'm nominating a black woman to be yep. the next it's like that's great like if, if that's who you hire, that's great. And sure, we can celebrate that. But you saying that that's your desire, like that that's your outcome, just completely diminishes whoever you pick. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not realize that? Yep. Like, if, Any- you're, if if you're that woman hired, like, how would you not think to yourself, like, is that part of the reason why I got this job? Because I want you're a to you're a token,
0: you're a token hire,
2: right? Like
1: whether you're qualified or not, you checked a box.
2: Like I'm, I'm a fucking lawyer, dude. I'm not a black woman. Like,
1: you know, you know what I mean? Like, yep. We're, we're
2: why uh, this, the, and I, I know that like we've gone here before, but the obsession on like those immutable characteristics, like gender and race and, you know, uh, Sexual orientation. Right. It, yeah. It's like, it, it just never ends well. Like, yeah. and like you said, Jared, a lot of it is well-intentioned. Yeah. They're not doing it to be racist, but the irony that they're doing it thinking it's progressive and, uh, makes like Brian Flores would say change is so offensive yeah to that black woman who gets nominated to the supreme court that's so unfair to her because maybe she would have gotten fucking hired had joe biden decided not to hire based on race and sex right right what if she what if she was the one
0: or e- even worse in my opinion what if there's more qualified candidates than the person who gets chosen Who's a
2: Latino woman, right? I mean, yep. or like,
0: anything. Could you be can a celebrate woman, a the outcomes, woman. right? Could be a that... gay guy. I don't care what they are. Right,
2: exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, I think, partially lazy and partially the lack of ability to critically think. Like, if you wanted to, and I went through this whole mental exercise over the last couple of days, actually come up with a plan. God, this
2: guy is just fucking dedicated to the show. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling
0: sharp these days. But <laughs> if you wanted to come up with a plan... To say okay i want to increase the percentage of minority coaches in football and minority people in the front office you could come up with a five-year plan of saying okay let's start with we want to have a target a percentage of interns we recruit and interview right we want at least half of the people we interview to be interns and quality uh, control coaches to be african-american or minorities. So we know we're finding the most qualified candidates despite their race, right? And and you you continue (laughs) up that level. So, right, I mean, you look at it from a
2: business lens, right? Like, hey, we have a problem, right? Let's think about a solution. These guys, like the people that do this get together and say, all right, we have a problem. We need to come up with a solution. Well, the solution is just mandate that it happens. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I, I yeah. guess that. I guess that gets us the desired outcome. You know that everyone is asking for, right? Oh, but it
0: doesn't. So this is this is the problem. It gets you the optics and PR that you want, but the Rooney Rule has been in place for ten years, and and a year ago they revamped it because it didn't improve the situation at all. There's less African American coaches than ever. So it doesn't actually solve the problem because you can't solve the problem by forcing a team to interview one extra person, right? When there's already 90% white assistant coaches. Well, I'm just more saying
2: from the, you know, mandated lens, like we've talked about it, Jared, right? In corporate America, you see, you know, edicts to management saying 70% of the people, you know, that you need to hire for leadership roles need to be this race or this sex yeah you know what i mean like the they time. literally i saw
0: an, another person got bumped to a director role um yesterday remember uh dana it used to be dana Lodes yeah, yeah, like dana yeah. guviati yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, she's yeah, a director yeah, yeah. now yeah like another example Just a random employee is a director making a quarter of a million dollars a year because well. It's a, again
2: it's also sexist of you to just think that's because she's a woman but, <laughs> but when
0: i when i know these people and work with them and see people who are way more qualified not getting promotions. That's where that point comes from. Sure,
2: um, but yeah, so that's, that's that's kind of what I was talking about, right? Because the Rooney Rule is, you know, meant to give them the chance, right? Yep. It's not meant to force it. But you know, you even see, and we just talked about, you know, we talk about people just focusing on these characteristics that don't mean anything in regards to the job, right, or whatever your like position you're filling. Um. Yep. So, uh, did we answer our question? What, what, what the question? We well, the question was: <laughs> Are the
1: Giants racist? Right. Did
0: we answer that? I don't think we did. I, I, I think we, we all all agreed that the allegations certainly have no chance of proving racism, but we all agree that the issue he's trying to highlight does exist. Yes. Okay. Hundred
2: percent. All right. Thank you. We got back on track there.
0: So, so the the other two allegations I thought were more fun. So, the Dolphins' allegation was him being paid 100 grand to tank because they wanted to tank for the number one overall pick the year. Yeah, to per uh, game, per yeah, game. 100, 100 grand, grand yeah. per game to tank. And he pretty much told his boss, F off. I'm not doing what you tell me to and didn't tank. And because he didn't tank, he got fired a year later. I guess should say because he didn't tank he severed his relationship and frayed his relationship with his boss and continued to not have a good relationship and then got fired because of it.
1: which was reported after he was fired not specifically that what you just said, but there was for the relationship part. There was a bad relationship. They weren't on the yep. same page for the future of the franchise.
0: So let's play the game spot the racism. Can you guys help me understand in that situation? How being paid to tank games and going against your boss's will and doing the opposite and getting fired for it is racist.
2: I mean, it should just be considered a separate suit. That's (laughs) because, frankly, it's one of the most jarring things I've ever heard. That is, and then to hear it's
0: standard practice here. Hugh Jackson said the same thing.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he's coming out of fucking 100 grand. I don't think, yeah, Yeah, Hugh Hugh Jackson's is using that to cover up him winning two games in two years. (laughs) Oh, I guess that's why I, yes. mean, I, didn't, I totally forgot to mention that. As soon that's as you why, read that, he
2: was like, son of a fucking bitch. I could have said <laughs> that I the think whole of that? time. Why did I think
1: yeah. of that before? Um, but no, to, to your question, Jared, I mean, based on everything we heard, I think there was another thing that was added to that. Like they were, was it Steven Ross? Is that the GM or the yeah, owner? The owner. I think okay. Okay. I thought it was GM. I wasn't sure, but <laughs> either one, Um, I guess, the another part of the disagreement between him and the organization, which it kind of goes more to the point. I think we're trying to make about this specific uh, situation. He, I guess, was not in favor of like possibly tampering with like high profile, like free agent quarterbacks. And I guess there was a story yes, that you're like right. he like Flores is already adamantly against this and said no. And then Steven Ross invited him to his yacht didn't tell him why, and then like when he got there, it was like, "Hey, we got a quarterback that's supposed to." They didn't say who, but like, well, I wonder like, who it, I know. Was. I know, I, it was. I don't think it was Tom curious. Brady.
2: <laughs> yeah, and somebody reported that, but I don't think so. No. I mean,
1: it was that. If Tom, was that Tom
2: wouldn't. Season. Tom wouldn't want to be involved in that either.
0: Yeah, I, if I think, all those, I think all those. I think all those players tamper through their agents. and the NBA, dude, all the deals are done the day free agency opens. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know if it was Maybe. Brady. I, I I don't no idea who it was. I guess odds are. Wouldn't have been Brady. There's
2: no fucking way I would (laughs) be going to Miami.
1: Yeah. Well, Well, yeah, that's a whole separate thing. But I guess when Flores found out, he like stormed out, was like, I don't want to be a part of it. So like, and and there have been already been talks about him. He didn't want to go and pursue Deshaun Watson. And the organization did. He wanted to try to build the team with the draft picks they had, build around Tua. So it's not racist. It's like, Stephen Ross like just not shitty... just wanting a shitty human being yeah.
2: as his head coach. He sounds and like just Brian Flores person. is just a Dude, great. It guy. sounds
0: like every picked person I would picture as a billionaire owner just wanting a somebody they can boss around to do whatever they want.
2: Right. Like the like Brian Flores obviously does not think if there was a white head coach that he wouldn't be being offered a hundred grand per game to tank and wouldn't be asked to go to the yacht and talk to the quarterback and. You know, like, I mean, right. Like, he doesn't really think that,
1: does he?
0: If Whoopi Goldberg thinks the Holocaust wasn't about race, who the fuck knows these days?
1: (laughs) And Uh, we got one more situation, Jared, about your team. Yeah. Yes. Hot seat. (laughs) Well, let let me I'm
2: going to read because I I actually. So there were a couple things that like, did you guys actually read the lawsuit?
0: I just saw the first page that was posted on social media. I didn't read the whole thing. Yeah, I didn't read the whole thing. I read, I, I think, some of it,
2: most of it. There was a couple wild statements in here. Uh, let me re- let me read you this first one. Then I'm going to read you okay. the one that was, that's specific to this Dolphins thing. Um, so, I, I, you know, I don't know exactly what this is in context here, too, because I just took a screenshot of it. But this is uh, par- uh, just written as like point number four. In certain critical ways, the NFL is a racially segregated is... Is racially segregated and is managed much like a plantation. It's 32 owners, none of whom are black, profit substantially from the labor of NFL players, 70% of whom uh, are black. The owners watch the games from atop their NFL stadiums and Jesus their luxury Christ, boxes, dude. while the majority of uh, the black workforce put their bodies on the line every Sunday, taking vicious hits and suffering debilitating injuries to their bodies and their brains. While the nfl and its owners make billions of dollars
1: did colin kaepernick right I, I was gonna say what did right. he
0: team up with kaepernick's production company for this <laughs> one
2: nfl remains rife with racism particularly when it comes to hiring and retention of blackhead i mean so that that's like him kind of making his his case right there his, his point is it's just that the hiring process and everything everything is uh, racist but after the the Dolphins thing, it says uh, after all those things we laid out right from that point forward, Mr. Flores was ostracized and ultimately he was fired. He was subsequently defamed throughout the media and the league. I don't remember this. When was uh, he, def-
1: if anything, people <laughs> were coming to his defense Yeah, were saying everyone was like, what really the sure. fuck is this? Yeah. That, um, it's a baseless claim.
2: So yeah, defamed throughout the media and the, and the league as he was labeled by the Dolphins brass as someone that was difficult to work with.
0: Yeah. I believe that.
2: Di- di- this is reflective of an all too familiar, quote, angry black man end quote, stigma that is often dude, casted upon black men who are strong in their morals and convictions, while white men are coined as passionate for those very same attributes. So, dude, like part of this reads like uh, who's the woman who's the white woman who writes about Robin D'Angelo? like as if she wrote this.
0: Yeah, it literally looks like he teamed up with Ibrahim Kennedy to say, how can we frame this up? Like, oh my god, this is all based in theory and bullshit. This isn't a legal lawsuit. (laughs) This makes me not like Brian Flores at all. He looked like a a tough bastard. I think he is. He didn't write that,
3: dude. Yeah,
0: Yeah, you're probably probably right. He has a team of high-priced attorneys who are like, we're going to make this a big
1: big (laughs) one for the headlines. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right.
2: Like
0: that shit's just,
2: it's just disgusting. I hate it because it just like, like you said, right. It just changes your mind on how you feel about it. Cause you think they're going to be dishonest. And, like when and it you say stuff like that,
0: it's just yeah. dishonest, right? And it, yeah. And it is absolutely nothing to actually try and fix the issue.
2: Right. Exactly. Nothing. Other than for effect is simply for effect.
0: Yep. For for a Fact into for yourself a pity. And, and what
2: do we say? What do we say? Right. I mean, we're critical, but we've said, uh, yeah, I think this whole what happened with the Giants, like there's absolutely truth to what Brian Flores is, is trying to make a point about. Right. Yeah. And there so, definitely
0: should should be more diverse hirings and candidates in pro sports without a doubt in my mind. hundred yeah. percent. But I mean, when you read shit like that, it's like, well, wait, what am I reading right now? Like, yeah, I had to take it to fuck? the nth degree.
2: So do you think he's going to be a head coach again? Not this offseason.
0: He, he was still mid-interview with two teams, right? The Saints and somebody else. The Texans, maybe?
1: I hope he gets a job. I really All right, did, so like, what was the thing I with the mean, Broncos
0: now? I don't remember this part. <laughs> so this one was like the most ridiculous.
2: Yeah,
1: this, this might actually top the Dolphins.
0: So the allegations were in. He was interviewing for the Broncos head coaching job the year Vic Fangio got it. So what was that? Two years ago? Um, ago, supposedly yeah. the team showed up late to his interview John in John Elway was, Rhode Island in Providence, Rhode yeah. Island. Yep. And John Elway was hung over and didn't seem to pay attention in his interview.
1: That was Maybe the allegation. True. Maybe true.
0: <laughs> so, so Denver, Denver came back with like literally notes saying like, these were the five people who are here for the interview on time. Here's when their flight got in, like all these allegations are false. Who knows what the actual story is, but they've but again tried to refute it
2: again. You wouldn't you say, Brian, like what else happened to make you think that this was because you were a black man?
0: Yeah. I, I think he's thinking it's the same as the giant situation of, oh, this is a Rooney Rule interview. They don't care. I'm just here to check the box. Right. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll thank well, God we, we have a Super Bowl coming up because imagine if this season was over and then we heard about this stuff, it would dominate I, the offseason. It still will. I'm sure. But, yeah. But at least I we have the hope, Super Bowl and t- Tom Brady's retirement to like filter out some of it.
0: I kind of hope the Texans being as functional as they are, hire him as a head coach with all <laughs> this going on, because that's a boy Easter being Casario are calling the shots in the Texans organization. So it would be, be pretty next, awesome.
1: Be the next David Cully and get fired after one year.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: All right, what do we want to hit right. next?
0: Let's, let's talk Whoopi. Let's keep the racism going. Whoopi. I, 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 I loved this fucking story. Like, I still can't wrap my around what, what she was talking about. So I'll, I'll tee it up to the best of my knowledge. I actually heard about it first with what you sent us, Ty. Her talking on Stephen Colbert. The day, the night of her view episode aired Um, and she was on Stephen Colbert defending her comments, which she kind of glanced over that the Holocaust was not about race because Jews are white and they can't be about race if they're white, because if it was a KKK member coming, they wouldn't know that a Jew's a Jew, but they would know Whoopi's black. So the Holocaust cannot be about race. So that was pretty much the point that she had in a very uncomfortable interview with Stephen Colbert. Oh, God. And so I went back and I saw a few clips of the (laughs) actual interview, and it was even not interview, her conversation on the view segment, yeah. It was even more uncomfortable. They're having like their typical everybody's racist conversation, and she like stops the conversation in its tracks to insist the Holocaust is not about race and if you asked
2: her what she meant she said it's about man's inhumanity to man
0: yep that's that's what she kept referencing
2: (laughs) literally that's what she said yeah
0: and and when they tried to pry further she just kept tying it back to because they're not black it can't be racist
2: well like who cares if she thinks that she didn't say it's not horrible. She didn't say it's not the worst thing that ever happened.
0: I mean, I don't know. if Like, I get people are easily offended these days, but I think she's just patently wrong to say that Holocaust wasn't racist. Well, the Jews are a race.
2: They're not. dude. They're, you yeah, you so that's you that's, that's check, the interesting thing, though. You don't Jared. check it, your not ethnicity, really a race. ethnicity on your census uh, as Jewish.
0: Okay, like so, can, so so yeah. it was ethnicists then, whatever the fuck it was, but it was it was about a specific group of people, whatever. I mean, the, the
1: Nazis did a very good job with the propaganda wing they had with Oof, the fucking. I didn't holes. know where
0: you were going with that one there. But. <laughs> and this, like, is they, you, this is why
1: these guys are way ahead of their time. Jared just encapsulated the problem in this culture. There's no context. You got to give me the let me get
0: the, the Nazis context. did a very good the Nazis job. sound did clip. Very good job.
1: They did a very good <laughs> job. Yeah, right? job. Joy Reed's going to retweet that yeah. so fast. I'm out. Sorry. It, it was fun while it lasted, guys. But the Nazis did an excellent job in terms of right labeling <laughs> yeah. the Jewish community as a race, as an inferior race of people, and dehumanized them. Yeah, that's, that's true. Though. I like, thought so. Ger- Germany why... look,
2: looked at them as a race of people, yeah. All right, not in Germany, but Nazis. Yeah, yeah,
1: they definitely did. I mean, whether they're actually... Because you can read about it. Some people say they're a race or just a religion or just a culture. No one actually has a definitive but, answer, uh, but... Uh, I, that's what they, that's
2: what I'm trying to ask, right? What does it matter, right? If you're saying, you know, like whether it's race or whether it's ethnicity or religion, what does it matter?
1: Well, I think for like, some, do you people think do you think she was
2: do you think that's why she was saying it? I think she was saying trying it. to say it's not as
1: big of a deal because it's not about race. I don't really think I, she was trying to say that. I, I think, again, like we were just saying, I think she may have been confused about the fact that, you know, some people consider the Jews a race. Others say it's not. Well, either and way, she, even if she, she did She's just
2: saying, I don't consider that. You know, I, I don't consider it a race, so it's not about race. Like, it's her opinion.
1: I mean, you're right. She's entitled to her opinion, but I think when you bring up the Holocaust, yeah, it gets a little hairier, and you no definitely doubt. have to be a little more careful with the way you say things. I mean, I'm not saying you're and, and obviously, like, if I were Jewish, I'd be
2: offended. Probably just, I would say to myself, sure. like, what the fuck was the point of saying that? whoopee? Right. Like
1: she did not need to say that one bit. You're absolutely And then right. double down and then triple down and then quadruple down <laughs> on it. Like, she went on Colbert. She never, like, apologized. No, And she, she never even, like, saying, clarified
2: what she was trying to say. We don't, she just have kept actually,
1: saying it
0: over and over again. That's what right. I mean.
1: Like, I, I'm just trying
2: to make her case for her, but nobody has any idea what she means when she says that. No. No. And, and if I, I put myself
0: do. in the mind of a Jew, I think like, Obviously, I don't know a whole lot about the Holocaust, but I saw it as an intended extermination of a group of people, group based of on, people. Right. Yeah. That's what genocide ba- ba- is. Yeah. Yeah. Ba- based on their religion, their race, whatever you want to call it, their ethnicity. Like, that's bad. Even if you in your mind, it's not as bad as racism.
2: I didn't see the whole I didn't see the whole clip. So maybe there's context that we're missing. She and why she, the, she brought it up, you know?
0: I definitely got the hint. Even if maybe she wasn't directly saying racism is worse, she made a couple of comments even in the Colbert interview to make it sound like because they're not black, they don't know what racism feels like or like I'm they don't know how bad racism is. Like a couple of clips where she was kind of hinting at that. Like it's like
1: the, it's like the suffering olympics.
0: Yeah, between like, like the if, Jews. If, if and I'm a Jewish person, people. I'd be pretty friggin' offended by that. It's like, what, yeah, you, what,
2: right. What do you think about the suspension, Adam?
1: I mean, I I, like, it, like, do I approve of it? Like, do I think it was a good thing? What's your thoughts? I don't know. I, I don't think she need to be suspended. That's just my personal. I mean, like, I, I think maybe like, hey, just go on and apologize. And let's call it even.
2: Yeah. What if she's but- like? No, I'm not sorry. I'm not apologizing.
1: All right. Well, maybe like a slap on the wrist. Two weeks does seem a little much to me because like people are labeling her as like an anti Semite now, which I don't think she is. I think, like we just talked about, I think she, I don't think she knew what the hell she was saying. She definitely didn't need to say it, but I don't think it was like malicious intent and yeah. showed that she was anti Semitic, even though there's plenty of people out there that are claiming she is. But I don't know if she needed to be. Two weeks seems like a long time to me. To, what to do you think, Jared, for something like that?
0: Right. I think in a bubble, I agree with Adam, but this is the world that people like specifically on the view created, right? Where everybody's a racist. We're having a controversial opinion. Everybody, but in this example, in their opinion, right? All they talk about is every, this person's a racist. This is racist. That is racist. So they created this holier than thou culture along with the rest of liberal media and the woke world that now something controversial like that instead of being discussed is canceled and censored so they they dug their grave they're dealing with it now and they are not happy about it
1: but Jerry from, what from if that I...
2: perspective I totally agree because I, I I agree I agree with Adam like I, I'm I'm like what fucking point does it serve to suspend this woman?
3: Yeah, it doesn't. Like, I'm with
2: you. She didn't say I hate Jews. No. Right? It wasn't a hateful thing. It was just a controversial statement. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's a pretty, I guess, blanket way to describe it, but like what what's the lesson? You suspend anybody for any of this stupid shit. What's the fucking lesson? Do you think Whoopi Goldberg actually fucking like cares about being suspended? just go and take two weeks off and
1: go on fucking vacation. Right. She's Sounds rich. pretty good. Like, I think they is- they did that because they, they thought they had to do oh, it. Oh, I, I know yeah. that. I know yeah. that.
2: It's just like, who's looking at that going? And I know who the fucking frauds, these fucking conservatives cheering this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like, they, these companies do this thinking they're going to appease. It's like, who the fuck are you trying to appease?
0: Just the, the Twitter, the people that's
2: gonna are gonna hate you anyway. Like, no conservative watches the View. So, who's like, what, what part of your audience? who yeah, are you, who to are you serve?
1: catering to with this suspension? I think they're catering to
2: Jewish the, liberal people.
0: Yeah, because I, I think she, in their mind, she crossed that line where now it's controversial and offensive. And again, I don't think it's really about like what she said was that wrong or that not PC, but I think people have been canceled for so much less over the last two or three years. Like, who was the lady from The Mandalorian got canceled? Uh, and I, literally, I her Disney name, canceled yeah. all of her shows. Gina something, and that was for like another offhand comment about Jews. And um, the, the View celebrated who, that. Yeah, that's, Wait, that's,
2: that's the View celebrated
0: that. Her canceling exactly.
2: Gina Carano was her
0: name. Gina Carano, yep, who supposedly is a very nice lady, from what I've heard. The um, Chris Hansen guy from Bachelor. What was his comment that got him canceled? It was like not even offensive at all.
1: I forgot what he said.
0: It was like Chris Harrison. That's it. it Chris Um, Harrison.
1: Yeah, Yeah, the the Bachelor guy. The Bachelor guy. Yeah.
0: He he literally said something to defend. Oh. It was the girl who went to the plantation party
3: oh, and yeah. all he said
0: was, Oh, I didn't think it was that bad. It was more about the theme and <laughs> Cancel. all that. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here.
1: Well, it, so it's funny. You. Cause like we, we use these, like, like get out of here. You're canceled. Like Jared, that gift you sent, I thought it was a perfect encapsulation. <laughs> yeah. The the mean girls saying like, get out. Like you're not sitting with us because,
2: and they're at, so used to them being able to do that to everybody
1: else, right? Right, yep. right. So then, Ty shared it today. So like we he- we hear about Whoopi and all this, and then you see the clips of the people on CNN saying, "Oh well, we know she's a nice person. We know yep. she's good. She didn't actually mean that." Like because she's and, she, in- and, then, and she's like, she's-
2: "When are we gonna?" And 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 mind you, right? This segment that Adam's describing took place. Seconds after they've wrapped up the discussion about the need to completely deplatform Joe Rogan. And, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and they're on there saying, when is it? When are, maybe the tides are turning. We need to move on from this cancel culture stuff. And it's like you are, cancel for, it. you Cause cause are. It.
1: yeah, It's like you created
2: it. You're I, at the I, lunch I, table. I, 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 I sent the thing to you guys and I I think I said I'm gonna jump off a bridge. Like I literally yeah. felt that way. I was like, I wanna slam my head through drywall. Like, yeah, I, I I don't it's not that I actually care so much about this stuff. It's like I just obviously I consume a lot of this stuff all day. So like you understand what kind of world these people live in. And it's just like, how do these fucking people do this? Like with a straight face, like they if they really believe what they're saying and don't see the hypocrisy like those are the most fascinating people on the planet, in my opinion.
0: Dude, I, like, it's a cult. I, I think need they to genuinely study them, believe dude. what they're saying. I think they really believe it. <laughs> yeah, Like they can actually say.
2: This guy is having people on that are saying things that are bad, so we need to shut him down to someone says something bad that you like. So your take is then the next segment. Well, why are we doing this? Like, she, wait, yeah, I, know a her. Person. I know I know she's her. a good person.
0: Right. But, and, but, but it's not surprising, dude. We know
1: it's not about misinformation. It's about control. We knew, we knew about this double standard. It's just this is so blatant that it, it makes your skin crawl. Like, this is just yeah. so in your face about it. Like, this is all we if you're in if you're at the lunch table, if you're part of the group, it's all good. You're going to be fine. But if you're not, if you're a Joe Rogan, shut the fuck up. deplatform, Cancel we knew this was happening. It's just, this is such a obvious, so obvious. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good transition
2: to Rogan though. So yeah, it is. I'll, uh, I'll start with Adam and give us your, so we don't need to like rehab. Like we've already done this whole, like Joe Rogan controversy. Like yeah. Everybody knows where we stand obviously on it. But, um, so Joe released like a 10 minute video, right? uh, I would say addressing all the controversy because Neil Young had like made this big thing. He's leaving Spotify. Joni Mitchell, who, I mean, what a blow to Spotify. Like like, I have no idea who Joni Mitchell is. Um, So, you know, and and a couple of these like fucking random people, right. Make, make this incredibly virtuous protest to take their music off Spotify thinking that that was going to change anything and uh it's like there the was,
1: sacramento uh, kings are like i don't know another irrelevant nba franchise it's like we're leaving the nba and we're like okay we still got the warriors we still got yeah. the, we still got lebron totally irrelevant but anyway um and you know
2: that's when he was i would say really like probably the height that it's ever been like the biggest it's ever been in terms of news coverage for his podcast. You you couldn't
0: look at Twitter for almost three or four days without that being your entire timeline, Joe Rogan and misinformation. It was crazy. So he
1: releases that video. Adam, what do you think about it? I was a little upset that he, that he had, that he kind of seemed like he was not kowtowing to the criticism, but addressing it in a way that I just didn't think he would ever do. I think like the part, and I've said, I know I've had, I've talked to Jared about this. Like I like Joe Rogan. I listen to his podcast, like for specific guests. I don't listen because like, I love Joe Rogan. Um, nah, even though I, I have boar. gained, so, sometimes it is. I mean like four hours talking to his buddies about weed. It's sometimes I can't do that, but I do. I have, I have gained a, an appreciation for him, but seeing that video kind of bummed me out. Cause I was like, dude, like you're supposed to be the one that doesn't give a shit yeah. about this stuff. And now all of a sudden you post a 10 minute video. I mean, I don't dislike Joe Rogan, but I definitely like, Oh, like I thought you were the kind of guy that wouldn't care about this noise and you would just continue doing what you're doing. So that's, that's how I felt about the video.
0: Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Adam. Joe I, Jr. I, what? <laughs> Joe Jr. <laughs> I, I wish he took the Dave Chappelle route of this stuff is beneath me. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's what I would have preferred that he did. The actual content. This is of way the-
2: bigger, like a way bigger deal than Chappelle, though.
0: It turned into one, yeah. It did turn into one. Um, the actual content of the video, it was interesting. It it kind of turned into like a Rorschach test, or what are those tests with ink blots called?
1: Rorschach test, yeah. Yeah, I'm where no like fuck you
0: it's where you see ink blots, and you have to say, "What do you see?" So everybody sees oh, different oh, things. Okay, he's okay,
1: a okay. he's a DC superhero. That's how I know what his name is. Yeah, I know you're talking <laughs> about what the thing now. is. Yeah. Yep. So watchman uh, m- Most <sighs> of
0: the people on. I'm open to having more conversations that aren't always the contrary point. I'm cool with that. I think that's great. Have debates, have confirm conversations.
2: I mean, he has done that,
0: but I think he's saying he could do it more, right? Or even if he doesn't. I wish he would have offered the opportunity to say the thing with information is right. We can hear two sides of the story. If there are opinions that somebody in mainstream disagrees with, I would love to have them on my podcast to talk about it for three hours so we can hear both sides. Like, I wish he would have said that. I wish he would have said, Dr. Fauci, I'd love to have you on so we can talk about some things that may have differing opinions and the data may not be clear on but he didn't. He kind of pushed out my guess from the way he said it is I'm guessing he got some like flack from Spotify and he kind of put his tail between his legs, which sucks. I was, so I was sad a little with the video.
2: So pathetic. Yeah. Oh my God. I, how do you listen to that, him after that?
0: He hasn't released anything since dude. He hasn't released anything in, like over a week. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm
2: actually just kidding. I actually like thought the video was good. Like I was actually happy he did something like that. Cause like it just proves like, and again, I'm not a fan of Joe Rogan. Like, I don't think he's funny. I don't think he's like interesting, but he's does such a great <laughs> job. Jared, yeah, no cover Kirk your man. ears. Cover your he's ears. No man. Man. Oh my god. Not even fucking close. Um, but he does he does such a great job of like, you know, getting such interesting people and uh, does a good job of interviewing them. So he puts out a good product. Um but like to me, it just proved that he's not who you got who like everyone's trying to frame him as everyone right. is trying to frame him as this evil, malicious, you know, liar. Right. Who just wants to cause chaos. Who
0: wants to see the world burn. Exactly. Joker. Yeah.
2: Again, like I said, this is coming from a non fan like he's absolutely the pole, like the 180 from that. He, yep. g- he genuinely seems like an incredibly nice guy. Mm-hmm. And from anyone he's, a, he's that, a hippie from anyone that like knows anything about his podcast, he has everyone under the sun up. Yep. I mean, that the you couldn't the, the, to make the criticism that you know, his podcast is just rife with you know, crazy, dangerous misinformation, is, right? is just so blatantly and intentionally false. Yeah.
0: Intentionally, it just drives me insane.
2: So for anyone that actually got to watch that in full and didn't had no idea, like really who Joe Rogan was, I bet you they were like, okay, this doesn't seem like the guy they've been talking about. This about. isn't the boogeyman that we've been yeah, right yeah. to believe in. Like I, he, if he did do this because Spotify asked him to, I agree with you. I think that's pussy. But if he just did this on his own volition, I think it was a good move. He's obviously, like we said, right, a decent enough guy. So it was, you know, pure class. Like, if you're fucking Neil Diamond, don't you feel like a fucking Neil Young, not Neil Diamond. Neely Young. No, sorry, a different
1: old <laughs> Q-tip singer. No, if you're if you're Neil Young, don't you
2: feel like a fucking asshole now? Like Joe Rogan, he, he, you know, he, cause he just explained himself. He's like, look, I'm a fucking, you know, I'm a yeah, comedy like, I love the guy. Oil. I well, And he was like, you know, the whole time before he's like, just describing, like, I do this because I'm interested in hearing other, like all these different people's opinions. Right. Yeah. I just do this to shoot the shit. Like I, I have never tried to make this a podcast about where you come to find the ultimate truth. Yeah. Right. He said that in so many words. Um, and then took the high road, took the highest of high roads and was like, I'm a huge Neil Young fan, uh, proceeded to tell one of the just most boring (laughs) story was not necessary. I was
1: hoping for a very interesting story and it it
2: was anything but that. (laughs) So to me, I liked it because I think doing something like that. Is may not be popular to some, but I think if they're honest with themselves, everyone who's been covering Joe Rogan the way he has, if they watch that video honestly, they have to say to themselves, I kind of feel bad about the way I've been talking about this guy.
0: Yeah. I think, I think you just I th- changed I my think, mind.
2: I, I think that's like, that's how it would make me feel if I were calling this guy. I mean, the second coming of the devil. I mean, this L- they guy they literally is the most call him vilified alt-right. man. Yeah,
0: this is the most yeah.
2: vilified man in today's media environment right now.
0: And, and, and why? Why do we think that is?
2: Because everyone media. listens to him.
0: Is everybody listens to him? And mainstream establishment has lost control of the narrative.
2: And, and, and for the what? last
0: fifty years, they've been able to publish <laughs> what they want in the newspaper and what they want on the news, and they can't do it anymore.
2: Let's see what our boy uh, Stelter has, has to say, what, what his self-reflection uh, brings
3: him to. Stelty. The narrative is, I want to
1: show all kinds of opinions.
3: Which sounds great, but not all opinions are created equal. You think about major newsrooms like CNN that have health departments and deaths and operations that work hard on verifying information on COVID-19. And then you have talk show stars like Joe Rogan who just wing it, who make it up as they go along. And because figures like Rogan are trusted by people that don't trust real newsrooms, we have a tension, a problem that's much bigger than Spotify, much bigger than any single platform, Kate. But that's what the, is the heart of this right now.
0: Yeah, but you're right. It is getting at something bigger that isn't going to be solved in one Joe Rogan video or one statement from Spotify.
1: That's for sure. It's good
0: to that's see right. you,
1: Brian. See, what these idiots don't, they need to start saying, hmm, why do they listen yeah. to Joe Rogan and not us? Yep. Instead, the stelters of the war are like, pfft, They they Uh, double down. They double down. down. It's like, you're
0: so dumb, dude. Everybody who was watching this knows you guys pump out propaganda 24 seven. There's a reason people don't wash your shit.
2: Like you could just turn around to him and say, Brian, let's just start. Like we could go a million different directions. Just the way you covered Joe Rogan and like him taking Ivermectin is misinformation. Like you understand that, right? Can you, can you just acknowledge that? Can you give me that? Because if you can't give me that, then we're not even talking, right? Yeah. yeah. I have zero credibility. Which, obviously, that's how they would react to that. And that's why, I mean, they... I do want to see the CNNs, MSNBCs, Foxes of the World burn.
3: I'm with, it, I'm with I want
2: like, crump to just ashes. All the people safe, but buildings
1: and everything, like, to ashes <laughs> have them all leave and then just burn their buildings to the ground 100 because
0: the, the whole joe rogan thing was just so ingenuine right it dominated every headline in the world for a week and it was never actually about misinformation because so, the people who are pushing it are the ones who are all about misinformation
2: i'm going to play one more clip because it kind of does set up what i wanted to ask you guys and like it's, i guess a question like i don't really have an answer to but let's listen to the way msnbc covered it you're talking to 11 million people every, you know, every
1: time you do a podcast, you have a responsibility. And if you're the company that's paying for it, it's on you. And he right. gets a Spotify paycheck. And so it's on them. It's part of their brand now that they are the ones who are publishing this stuff. They are profiting off it yeah. and it is hurting people. And it's their responsibility and it's their brand.
2: And, and the other thing about it too is
1: like, you can just talk about stuff that doesn't matter that much.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, yep. That's the other thing. You can just choose to like talk about economy or talk about like. Just he's in what? over his head, right? On some that's level. the thing, and, yes. and and that's the bottom line. He's in over his head. He doesn't realize it. He's making too much money for them for them to tell him. And and that's and that's the bottom line. I mean, today he tweeted out, you know, uh, sort of gloriously
3: this AP story about ivermectin and a, a study from Japan. Well, twenty minutes later, the AP corrected its headline, and you right. never heard from him again about it.
2: Let's just start with that very last part. What does that say more about Joe Rogan or whoever like first reported that story? Yeah. Why right. did they, need, why did they need to correct another. it?
0: Why did exactly? They to... Are you correcting it to censor the information? Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, it was wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, it's so I, fucked,
2: dude. It's so fucked. So I wanted to ask this because obviously it's a question like none of us have the answer to, but I think. I have the answer and it's zero like everybody's. So the reason why people are so upset about this is because they're saying people's lives are on the line. You're killing people. You're hurting people, right? That's what you hear over and over and over again. What? Like, like, let's just focus just on the two most controversial ones. Yeah. What in that episode would people have taken and ran with, and then that led to them dying. Because those came out, what, in December, right? Yeah, like Robert Malone and the other dude. Yeah, December, December. right? So December 2021, almost three years into the pandemic.
0: The, the The only thing I can think of may have an indirect cause is vaccine hesitancy. For people, but I guess the who? devil's who? advocate the devil's advocate to that would be anybody who wanted to be vaccinated by December was already vaccinated.
2: OK, so that's what I'm getting to, right? Yeah,
0: because I, I, I agree I with you. you like, sure, you could would...
2: go ahead. Finish that.
0: But you could have people who would hear things like um, the mitocardiotis or whatever it's called. Mitoc- mitocarditis, mitocarditis data. The thing about women's ovaries and that data—you can have people hear that. Oh, fuck that. I'm not getting vaccinated. Well,
2: the over, like the—that was true. Uh, once again, r- it's
0: <laughs> all true. It's been true. It's only misinformation until the CDC publishes it. Then it's accurate. Like everything's been about this whole pandemic.
2: Right, but to your point, right? You could you could make the argument that you know it promotes vaccine hesitancy, right? You could yep. make that argument. That's your argument, right? Like you said find me you gotta just find me one find me one and i'll and i'll give you kudos one person who is legitimately at this point in december of 2021 <laughs> vaccine hesitant listening to joe rogan and deciding in december that's official i'm not getting it. and then somehow like are we gonna equate that with that that being joe rogan's fault or these people being vaccine hesitant for like a year
0: now, and if they would have listened to Pod Save America, they would have got vaccinated instead.
2: Well, it's probably true.
0: Well, that, I, oh, oh that, not that, in that's, December, that's not in
2: December of twenty
0: twenty-one.
1: December, no, because yeah. at that point they already would have been vaccinated
0: if they wanted to be. Yeah, they wanted
1: to be, and if they didn't want to be, then they're dug their heels in, and
0: that, that's and what
2: that's, that's it. What
1: that's what makes me
2: annoyed, and like people talk about you know he ha- what, what do you like when people say he has a responsibility right because he has such a large audience how do you look at that Jared?
0: I think he's got a responsibility two ways. One, it is important to make sure what you're saying and what your guests saying are accurate and I think he does a good job of calling people out, calling himself out when he's wrong, correcting himself. Yeah, but so he like can't that,
2: that, fact check them.
0: He, I, I think he tries his best.
2: Yeah, but both of those were just full of medical jargon that hardly anyone understands. Yeah. And these are citing one, right? studies that he's not checking.
0: Yeah, so I, I guess in, in any forum, they wouldn't be able to fact check everything those people said and make sure it's 100% bulletproof, right? Because a lot of it's Data and insights mm-hmm. and trends and stuff like that, but I think the other thing that he has a what was the word you used with his audience? He has a what?
2: Responsibility.
0: Responsibility.
2: You're he sharp, a... man. You you are. You're
1: firing. <laughs> sharp as a whip.
0: Running out of juice. Um, he has a responsibility to share a narrative and information beyond just what's a, the manufactured story driven by elite media and establishment. And that's why he has the audience that he has. He's authentic and he's not afraid to think critically about things.
2: Like when, when you hear these hosts saying he's got a responsibility because these people trust him, like do you genuinely think people listen to Joe Rogan on like medical, like on medical advice? Do you think people think he's a doctor?
0: (laughs) Definitely no. not. Definitely not Joe Rogan's advice. But I think there's certainly people like even myself. I was very intrigued to listen to the Malone and McCullough episodes. To why though? not to not take it as gospel, but to say, okay, this is some really interesting contradictory data and insights and in what we're hearing normally. And there's a trend. The reason we were intrigued. Let me say this first. The reason we were intrigued by December. That's because we were told so many lies from the beginning of this pandemic. So we, we listen to those episodes. You think anybody ex-
2: will acknowledge that?
0: No, but, but we listened to those episodes expecting to find out more new things that we were lied to about. If, if we were told the honest truth and there was no trying to cover up or drive a narrative or anything for the first year and a half of COVID, we would have thought those two doctors were quacks and never thought any twice about it. So they made this situation as messy as it is.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to take the responsibility thing. Because I'm, I'm I don't know. On one side of the coin, I'm like, dude, the guy just has a fucking talk show. Yeah. Like he's gonna go about it the same way no matter if he has 10 listeners or a hundred million. Mm-hmm. Like what I don't know what he's supposed to do other than just have the people on and have a conversation. Like you said. He can't fact check everything they say in real time. It'll be a fucking 12 hour podcast. It's already unlistenable. It'll be four times as long if you're fact checking everything in real time. Like, does anything get fact checked in real time or do people go in afterwards, analyze it like our my boy uh, Vinay Prasad, right? He yep. was on Breaking Points and say, hey, here are the things that are true about what they said because there was a bunch of things that were true about what they said. And here's the things they got wrong. Here's the things they weren't right about. Yep. So what it's, else it's do you, the you same want Joe Rogan to dude. do, man? You can't yeah. ask him, like you said, right? You can't ask him not to have controversial people on. Like,
0: but that's what they want. They want him to self-censor. So he so he doesn't have changed the narrative at all.
2: Ooh, that could be really convenient for
0: that's why they want it. That's why they're saying it.
2: I know. Like, I'm sure the fucking CDC doesn't want anybody on who's going to criticize them. Yeah. But guess what? They fucked up a number of times. You don't and, make the rules, bitch. Right. And this is fucking America, bitch. Like, yeah. honestly, though, right? Like, yeah. what are we doing when we're honest, like, having honest discussions about ripping down uh, a podcast and essentially making it so that nobody can hear it right in, in the name of good and-, and people cheer it. And we have our the entire media ecosystem cheering for it. Yeah. And the only people not cheering for it are the fucking dickwads on Fox. <laughs> and it's- most of society. Well, I'm just talking about media landscape, yeah. From that perspective, but yeah, like it's just so frustrating. It is, and I know, like, we spend way too much time talking about it and thinking about it, but it's a like it's a huge problem. I mean, it's all everybody talks about, right? I mean, it is a part of our life, whether we like it or not, right? Like, we all we hate social media, right? But we love it. I mean, it's awesome. It gives us access to so much information. It's crazy. And so because it's a part of our daily life, like we have no choice but to have feelings about how this stuff is handled. I mean, at this point, dude, listen to this. At this point, this is what we're dealing with. So we don't just have private companies and media organizations calling for this. This is the White House spokeswoman.
3: So our hope is that all major tech platforms and all major news sources for that matter be responsible and be vigilant to ensure the American people have access to accurate information on something as significant as COVID-19. That certainly includes Spotify. So this disclaimer, it's a positive step, but we want every platform to continue doing more to call out misinformation and misinformation dis- while also uplifting accurate information i mean look at the facts right our view is it's a it's a it's a good step it's a positive step but there's more that can be done so our hope is
2: that That is the white house saying there's more that can be done to censor
0: him it's not good dude how 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 are we supposed to react like just ignore it i i think that's the reason why it upsets me so much is like, we hear these stories growing up, right? Of Nazis burning books, of state sponsored media and communist countries. And we, what did we always think? Thank God we're in America. That would never happen here. It's happening. It's happening. The bad the, guys the, are winning.
2: Yeah. But the good thing is, is like, if Joe wanted to, he could host his own content on the internet. I mean, I, we for could get to the sure. point where Amazon Web Services isn't willing to host his content. Like, that happened yep. with the fucking social media app, that, the Rumble, Rumble or yeah, whatever, Rumble. whatever the fuck it was. Um, I mean, we have serious, serious problems. Like, that is nuts that uh, the government spokesperson, person, spokesperson for the president is basically signaling to Spotify... We'd like you to do more than just put a label on it.
0: We want, we want you to shut down conversations that go against our narrative. That's what she's saying.
2: Right. And it's like, all right, Jen, you tell me right now, how do you define what is and what is not misinformation? Right. Are we, are we only allowed? Are we only allowed to think what the CDC tells us? or That's what they want. What Pfizer tells us. I mean, dude. I, I you can't make this shit up. Did, did, I, did I send this to you guys about the vaccine for kids under five?
0: Yeah, I, I read a few articles on it as well. Just how sketchy it is.
2: I mean, dude, in New York Times yesterday in their article, it says breaking news. Pfizer and its partner BioNTech uh, are expected to ask the FDA as soon as Tuesday to authorize its COVID vaccine for children six months to four years old as a two dose regimen. In the last paragraph of the article, yep, it says Pfizer and BioNTech in mid-December announced that two doses of the vaccine, given that a tenth of the amount of an adult dosing, did not produce a strong enough immune response in children <laughs> ages two to four. That's the last sentence of the
0: article. Yeah, it's so fucked. So we're, we're supposed to believe that's our best treatment for COVID for kids.
2: And that these people are all people we should trust. Yep so
0: and and nobody's allowed to ask a critical question about it right so that's it like
2: that you can't just say oh well only the government like only only trust the government and the cia right and (laughs) the fbi right like we found that out it's 1984 dude it literally (laughs) is We,
0: we. i mean
2: again our eyes were opened uh i'm sure you obviously well after the fact but you know, the whole fucking WMDs is, you know, misinformation and Afghanistan how, how all of that happened. we
0: lied about for 20 years.
2: So like it's 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 over. You can't. That's not the answer. Right. Ever. That only government. I don't fucking care if it's about covid or not. I don't care what it is. You can't say you're only allowed to trust the government. No, that's not how it works.
0: How the time Not how it works. Didn't the Dems used to be the free speech party? They did at one point. I could ACLU. They created ACLU. Now the ACLU is a puppet for the libs.
2: Like, I, I just, th- I don't know. I know we care yeah. about it more, but it's like this is this seems really important that like things are like. I'm glad. I'm actually like I didn't even say that earlier. I think Spotify. Like I love Spotify. Like I don't even care if they put labels on it because like. Again, that doesn't change anybody's mind. To me, that is like silly, right? Because if you put labels on, yeah, if you put exactly, you're you're exactly right. We've come full circle, right? Because if you put labels on Rogan, it's like, all right, well, you got to put labels on everything, dude. Everything, yeah, everything. So when everything says, you know, this is not fact, then what does it matter anymore?
0: Yeah, you you did see important comment. Who commented on Joe Rogan's video supporting him, right? Who? The Rock. He is our savior and hope for 2024. That's so sad and pathetic. I I love The Rock.
1: You don't know anything about him. (laughs) I
0: love him, though. (laughs) I love him. He likes tequila. He's badass. You
2: don't like his movies, dude. He makes some of the worst movies on the face of the earth. He's yeah, so he, I
0: don't remember the last good movie he's made, that's for sure. All right, tell me
2: one good movie he's made.
0: Scorpion King. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible movie. That was really bad. Um, I mean, I don't know. It was fast six or seven. How <laughs> <considered right>.
1: <laughs> about the first yeah. few, dude? Oh, no, no, dude, I forgot. Jungle Cruise. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that, that's that. what we all forgot.
0: Wasn't there a movie called Skyscraper where the whole movie was him climbing a
1: skyscraper? <laughs> he's a sellout. He's an he's the ultimate sellout. Yeah. That's why Jared loves
2: him, man. We think Jared's the real deal. He's just a fucking complete sellout. I'm a shill. You are. Corporate shill. Sign us off. I love you guys.